0: Papa loves
1: mambo. Mama loves mambo. Look Hello, aside, this is Books, the it. podcast, I'm running on empty.
0: <laughs> oh, you I wish.
1: wish. I am Tim.
0: Loves That's not the way. Mama and I'm
1: with, how does he do it? He
0: goes, uh, this is Running on Empty with your host, the Report of the Week.
1: No, he goes, Running on Empty Food Reviews. Yes, Running on
0: Empty Food Reviews. Hello, everybody. This is Running on Empty Food Reviews. I'm your host, the Report of the Week.
1: This is Books, the podcast, <laughs> Books Reviews.
0: We're we're talking about, I mean, I guess it's out there what his real name is, but I don't know what his real name is.
1: Review Bra. Review Bra. The Report of the Week.
0: Yeah. My go-
1: favorite thing <laughs> on the internet.
0: Oh, Absolutely. Uh, Not
1: ironically
0: No this young man who wears oversized out of style suits And reviews fast food items uh, And all the editing is done in camera Of which there's really not any editing Uh, He's a huge YouTuber Tim bought me one of his mugs for Christmas It's uh, the nicest mug I have
1: He seems like a really uh, nice guy Yeah um, and he's just doing a cool thing. I'm glad that he's so successful. He seems to be making a living. Oh,
0: I think I imagine he's making a pretty good living. He gets yeah. a lot of views and stuff and well, merch. Good for him. Yeah,
1: yeah. He's you like found
0: out recently from me that he had been stalked for a little while, but he, thankfully it sounds like that's over.
1: Yeah, because the internet kind of came to his. Like yeah. Even the 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 worst people on the internet, the dregs of society, yeah. are just like. Leave this guy alone. He's nice. Apparently,
0: the guy who is stalking him like posted about it on 4chan, the, the the hellhole of the internet, and a bunch of people on 4chan were like, "Hey, leave him alone," <laughs> which is not like them. So, report of the week.
1: It's books. The podcast, starring Tim and Tom, the only podcast about books. I'm one of your hosts, Tim. And Tom, I'm Tom. Booksman.
0: we and we're booksmen. Uh, Tim, this week, just like last week. Reading Papa, the story
1: was that you or me? That was me, Papa,
0: Papa, Papa. No, not Papa, Papa, the story of Papa John's by John H. Schnatter. Yeah, part two. Uh, the title of the two chapters that I read again. These chapters, I, I said this in the initial post, the schedule post, the chapters are like all over the place uh, as far as like how long they are. So this is a little tough to break up. But I and I don't think they're even like chapters. They're like sections of the book. Uh,
1: what do you mean? Sections. <laughs> Excuse Your me. dog jumps well, five I, feet <laughs> in the air as you sneezed right on her. <laughs> You yes, sneeze, sneeze on her head.
0: I sneeze on my sleeping dog's head. I'm sorry, Ginger. Oh, she's mad.
1: Tom, you're going away. Yeah. Who? Where's the dog going?
0: Ginger is going
1: in a canine
0: uh, hotel.
1: Oh, she's not going to like that one bit. <laughs>
0: uh, maybe not. Maybe she will. I don't know. So it's a hotel for dogs.
1: I saw that movie. It sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> She'll love it.
0: Um, The hotel... Originally, so my dog and my mom's dog is I'm not going on vacation just with my mom, but my mom's going to be there because she's paying for chaperoning, everything. <laughs> chaperoning, making sure uh, things don't get out of hand. Um, so my dog and her dog both have to normally when I go away, she watches my dog. Uh, so we both have to put our dogs uh down. <laughs> no, we both have to put our dogs. God, you're gonna have to bleep stuff again this week. <laughs> they both have to uh know, yeah, have somebody watch them uh so we're putting them in a canine hotel unfortunately. Uh, they don't allow dogs to be roommates unless they already live together mm. because their original plan was that they were going to stay in a deluxe room together at this hotel. Ooh. And the deluxe room has a TV and a couch. What? Yeah. For people to come for in? For dogs. Ah. For the dogs to watch TV and lay on the couch and stuff.
1: That's fucked up that they can't be roommates. Yeah. They're a real odd couple situation. They
0: are. I mean, it might be for the best. Like, my dog my mom's dog loves ginger ginger is uh ginger actually kind of likes him i think it's just that he's still somewhat of a puppy and he just like has no boundaries like Mm. he just gets way too excited and she's like you gotta take it down this is the same reason
1: your your mom has to chaperone you on your (laughs) vacation exactly uh you don't know your boundaries
0: (laughs) So instead they have to stay in uh, their own smaller rooms. Mm, With uh, no TV? With no TV. I mean, the smaller rooms are much closer to what you would imagine a typical dog kennel would Mm. be.
1: Does she get to bring her phone with her? Can she watch like Netflix on the phone? <laughs> no, but
0: they are taken out for playtime six times a day, which for her I think she might be like, nah, I'll pass on this <laughs> one. Uh, and then, you know, taken out. They have like a big fence in the backyard. But she'll get to hang out with a bunch of dogs, which she never gets she to do. Don't she hate dogs? No, nah, she loves dogs. Hmm. Uh, she gets nervous around big dogs. So apparently, hey, don't we all? I don't.
1: Does she get nervous around me when I wear my big dogs T-shirts? <laughs> she does.
0: She get well. She gets uncomfortable when you wear the big dog T-shirts. Yeah. Um, no, she's actually gotten even better with big dogs lately. It's been adorable because she's you know so short. Uh, the other day, she was like playing around with a, uh, a Newfoundland. And what those, is that? That's like one of those bear
1: dogs. They're oh, like, I like those guys. Yeah, yeah. they're gigantic. And yeah. she
0: was like playing with him. And it's like that dog's bigger than me, Ginger. Uh, but she was, you know, having a having a ball. So I think she'll be happy spending all this time with dogs, and not very upset. <laughs> sure.
1: Whatever you need to tell yourself to go <laughs> yeah. have fun in the sun on vacation. Yeah. Uh,
0: so back to Papa John's, Tim. I'm trying to teach you a lesson about business sorry Um, sorry sir i read two sections uh the first papa johns and
1: core values this sounds very boring
0: look i'm not gonna sugarcoat it some of this was very boring the core (laughs) value stuff was very boring but i'm i'm cutting out a lot of the boring stuff. okay
1: i mean Um, i guess i talked about the seven habits of highly effective people on this show for four weeks that's true can do core uh, values of Papa John's. One of them is
0: sauce. We'll get to what the values are, Tim. Uh, the first Papa John's opened a year after the broom closet. Papa John's.
1: He just waited for his dad to die. <laughs> his
0: dad and his grandpa died. No, he was his papa. Pau, pa. pa-, pa uh, they were, no, he was super upset about it because he was like, what? He was 23, I think, at the time. Maybe mm-hmm. even younger, maybe 21. It's just kind of like, oh, shit. Like I was counting on these guys to guide me the way through. Yeah, My papa to tell me what to do and my dad to continue screwing up for me to learn what not to do. Um, I'll tell you what. These pictures, I think they were from 1985 of them cooking these pizzas. Pizzas were identical to what a Papa John's pizza looks like today. Which I was kind of surprised. I about.
1: thought you were just going to tell me that pizza in general was the same <laughs> back in the '80s than now. No, now.
0: but it's weird. You look at this uh, this first restaurant, and oh, it's so depressing. It's like that very depressing '80s look, mm-hmm. where like everything's uh, like
1: I kind of like that. That like the Pizza Hut style. Like, yeah, everything's, similar like, brown. And yeah, every, beige.
0: everything's bad shades of colors. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Only
1: because of Pizza Hut, I have such fond memories of eighties Pizza Hut. Oh,
0: he's, Papa John would slap you if he heard that. He yeah, hates okay, Pizza Hut. Cool. <laughs> uh, I'd
1: have to immediately go wash the grease off my face. <laughs> um. Uh. But yeah, I was shocked. That- I wish Papa John would slap me. I'd fucking live like a king for the rest of my life and sue the shit out of him. <laughs> Oh, I would love to sue the crap out of Papa John.
0: Well, you should be careful, Tim, because Papa John's uh, uh, brother is a lawyer. Well, his papa was a lawyer, mm-hmm. and now his brother's a lawyer, which comes into play later on because he just happened to be working at Murder out. a girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> he just happened to work at a law firm that specialized in franchising. Mm. Uh, so they open up the first Papa John's restaurant, Huge success. 800 pizzas a week. Is that a lot? Yeah, it's a lot of pizzas. Think about it. That's more than 100 pizzas a day.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: 115 pizzas a day, there is about. But Friday, Saturday, Sunday, still the most popular day, is Monday the least popular day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, on those days, they're doing, you know, the, like probably like 200. Sometimes. Yeah, but
1: let's average it out.
0: Well, that's what I did. I averaged it out over but, 100 a day.
1: Yeah, but then you were just like, but some were even more. Yeah, that's how an average works. So.
0: <laughs> well, I'm just reminding you, and he said that that tradition of pizza being popular on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, and not popular on Mondays has continued.
1: <laughs> wow. Fascinating insights <laughs> from fucking John Schnatter. The first- Actually, Tom, it's Monday as we're recording this. yeah. I think they just opened up the new, uh, they opened up the Little Caesars. Oh, they reopened it, the one that got hit by a bus. A bus crashed into it about a year ago. Yeah. Uh, That and the bagel place right next to it. They opened up the bagel place this weekend. If that Little Caesars is open, I'm eating pizza, even though it's a Monday night.
0: Pizza, pizza. Papa John be damned. Uh, The first slogan of Papa John's was homemade pizza the way you like it. Which sucks.
1: Nobody makes pizza at home.
0: No, they do, but nobody Who? likes that. Like this was no-
1: before the days of Boboli, Tom.
0: Yeah, but you could still like get you could still make pizza dough and But make, nobody
1: did. Uh some people did. People but nobody didn't. did. It wasn't the way that the the royal you liked it, right?
0: People did it, but nobody liked it. Yeah, people didn't like homemade pizza. They like pizzeria pizza. Exactly. Yeah. So
1: what a dumb, what slogan. an idiot. <laughs> um, yeah. Come, hey, you don't like that we're saying this about you? Why don't you come on over here and do something <laughs> about it? Maybe slap me, Papa John.
0: Uh, uh, he so. Uh, he kind of had no idea. Like he knew they were doing well, but he was like, "Well, of course we're doing well. We're a pizza place." Like you know, he was young and dumb. He didn't have any idea. Um, so he went back to the Domino's that he had been stealing the uh, receipts from mm-hmm. out of the dumpster, and uh, he asked their manager what their sales were, and their sales were six thousand dollars a week.
1: How many pizzas is that?
0: I don't know. But Papa John's, the first Papa John's by this time was doing $9,000 of business a week. Oh. So they were doing 50% better. So he was like, oh shit, Like that Domino's does well. I know because I've stolen their customers, Uh, but- but we're doing like way better than that. Oh shit! I guess we're doing uh, so. Wait, so we're figuring
1: well. an eleven dollar and twenty five cent pizza.
0: I believe at this time there were five dollar pies.
1: Well, then he wasn't making nine nine thousand dollars <sighs> off of eight hundred pies.
0: Yeah, I guess not.
1: <laughs> Ooh, The Papa's math <laughs> a little suspect. Well, you gotta here. take
0: into account inflation. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you got to take into account that two things. Number one, Papa John one is a liar. Of,
0: one of those figures is suggested for inflation. The other is not.
1: <laughs> Number two, Papa John doesn't know how to do math.
0: Uh, I mean, honestly, he's pretty upfront about like, not being good at math or anything other than making pizza. Um, he's not
1: even like, I'm good at two things, making pizza and fucking a lady. <laughs> All right, well. Doesn't he seem like that kind of guy that would write that in a
0: book? No, because a lot of this, a lot of in the beginning, he talks about how he had like no time for dating and also like no game whatsoever.
1: Wow, self-deprecating. Yeah. Uh, Did he he, talk about how he couldn't get girls because he was too greasy?
0: (laughs) No, the pictures at the time, he was not yet greasy.
1: (laughs) Was he drunk all the time, though?
0: No, he was working all the time. Mm. He was a workaholic. Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> until he became an alcoholic. <laughs> um uh so one of the things that he did when he started opening up uh uh new Papa John's, like the second restaurant, was the idea was that the delivery areas would overlap a little bit, that they would be like touching. Uh, so that way, the other Papa John's would be close enough for him to, like, keep an eye on and supply and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, And I think also he didn't really say this, I don't think. But I think part of it, too, was the idea of, oh, these people are outside the delivery area. But, you know, that means they're, what, three miles away, four miles away, five miles away. They've still heard about Papa John's and probably you remember, like, you know certain places where it's like ah oh, they don't deliver to us yeah it
1: happens all the time yeah
0: so he, i think he was kind of taking advantage of that effective oh these people have already got the word of mouth marketing um and here he kind of like slags off the uh, the franchisees a, a little bit cuz he says like franchisees don't understand this especially the international franchisees they often open oh
1: he doesn't like foreigners <laughs> is that
0: he, they often open stores 20 miles apart and also it's like, all right, maybe, like, are you guys talking to the franchisees, telling them not to do this, you know? Yeah. Or is it just you're selling them the rights and being like, eh, good job. It, you know, good luck, idiot. You'll you, you know, Your, your uh, business is going to fail, but we'll still have your initial franchisee payment or whatever. The second one, they got rid of the in-restaurant dining because it just wasn't that popular.
1: Depressing.
0: Yeah, but I think it's depressing that Papa John's don't have, like, anywhere to actually eat inside of them. Mm. Like, they are now just as, like, small as humanly possible. It's
1: like a check cashing cashing place or something. Yeah, it's like
0: there's a counter... And that's it. Yeah. Uh, where you order and where they hand you a pizza and they'll make that restaurant as like shallow and thin as possible.
1: It's like that liquor store that we went to that one time where you can't actually go near the bottles cause there's bulletproof glass. You just go into this little chamber and point to the things. Like yeah.
0: That. The, the liquor store around the corner is like that.
1: Yeah. I think that's where I went to with <laughs> you and I was like, what have you gotten yourself into here, Tom?
0: Um, uh, Where
1: do you live?
0: They, they, So they got rid of that. Um, and then, uh, I'm not going to repeat this. It was a bad story. It's
1: boring. Racist?
0: Uh, no, just boring. Um, but then he talks about some of the innovations they had. And, oh, boy, did this one make my blood boil. Mind you, this is like 19- Did
1: this make my marinara sauce boil? Mind you, this is the
0: mid-'80s. Quote, We set up a paging system that allowed us to send team members home when we weren't busy and then bring them back when things picked up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now, you tell me what my hours are. I'm going to go to work, and you're going to fucking pay me for those hours. Yeah, especially when
0: you're only making minimum wage. Yeah,
1: Papa John, you piece of shit. And hey, we're not busy enough. Go home. But guess what? We're going to call you at some point. Yeah,
0: and you're going to have to come back. Yeah. Uh, and we're not going to reimburse you for yeah. the gas or anything yeah. like Don't that.
1: Don't go to the movies because we might get uh, yeah. busy.
0: Like, I remember uh, when I worked at uh, Apple Retail, there were times where that would kind of be the case, where it would be like, it's not busy. But often, luckily, it was like, hey, we're not busy. Ask, see if there's somebody that wants to go home. And more often than not, almost always, somebody was like, oh, I, yes, I would love to get out of here. I have shit to do. And that's who we would send home.
1: I remember An like old I, man jobs would call you up and be like, thank you for saving <laughs> me $9.75.
0: I remember like only like once or twice that we sent people home uh because we didn't need them and it sucked it sucks shit and they were pissed off yeah. rightfully so uh but Papa John is here talking about like what an innovation this was yeah. uh, and that
1: eventually led to the stupid hours that they have now where yeah. like all the fast food places are where it's like a computer to like right. makes the most efficient thing and just wreaks havoc on people's yeah, personal Yeah, there was lives. something
0: I was reading recently about how, like, uh, maybe it was Papa John, uh, but, like, I-, I think it was a fast food place. Like, they were, like, toying with the idea of implementing a system that would, like, automatically punch people out when they weren't busy. <laughs> so it was like, you would still be there, but you wouldn't be on the clock, which is th- th- absolutely insane. Um But then pretty soon after that, he talks about, uh, quote, every team member needs to believe in the business's mission and make sacrifices for it to succeed because he Mm -hmm. talks about all the sacrifices he makes and he made. And how he expects that of everybody else. It's like,
1: yeah, but they don't own the company. They're not
0: the boss. They're not reaping the rewards of yeah. those sacrifices.
1: You need to devote your life to this that will profit me greatly. And right. it will get you $6.75 when we don't send you home for no reason. <laughs>
0: right. Uh, he talks about in these early restaurants, they set up a commissary. Uh, in the hallway between uh, Mix Lounge and and the first Papa John's, so that hallway was for customers to go back and forth between the places. But they realized, like pretty quickly, like eh, the drunks don't really want to come over here, and the pizza people buy the pizza and leave; they don't mm-hmm. want to then like go to the bar. Mm-hmm. So they turned that hallway into like where they like mix the dough and stuff. Uh, but the uh, they had a World War One era mixing machine that the drive shaft kept breaking on. His uncle
1: drive shaft, uh, my favorite <laughs> band.
0: Yeah, uh, his uncle Bill uh, worked at like a, I guess like a metal shop or something, and had the ability to make drive shafts.
1: I don't know what a drive shaft is, Tom.
0: They say it's complicated in this. Like mm-hmm. he says, it's like more complicated than you would think.
1: Then it's worth <laughs> writing about in a book, <laughs> right?
0: But they kept snapping. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's like basically like
1: uh, the handle that you pull. No, to make I think something it's there? like an axle. Uh, okay.
0: Um but the drive shafts kept breaking. Uh Uncle Bill would make drive shafts at his job. He would have to hide him in his pants to get him out of there. He, he stole was, them. Yeah, he was stealing them, essentially. Um But then he called uh 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 the guy from Greek's restaurant mm-hmm. and was like talking to him like he was like, Hey, I keep breaking all these drive shafts on my uh like M. A- M88 mixer or whatever it was. It was something close to that. And the the Greek guy was like, an M88? No, you got to get the T88, you idiot, you, you moron, you fucking Im- imbecile.
1: <laughs> you greasy piece of shit.
0: Uh, uh, Greek. <laughs> so uh, uh, Papa John he's like, look, I know a guy who's got one of these mixers you need. Go buy it from him. And he went. And he drove his pickup truck there, and he bought the mixer. And then, like you know, he pays in cash or whatever. The f- he is buying it from a farmer. The farmer's walking away. And he's like, "Hey, how do I get this in my truck?" And he's like, "Oh, well, I don't know. That's your problem. Like, you just bought it. You got to get it out of here." And then
1: Papa John, real Americans are pieces of shit.
0: No, I think this guy's right because Papa John gets like so pissed off. And I think this
1: anybody that pisses the enemy of my enemy is my friend. <laughs> right.
0: Because I think this guy was kind of like, you just bought a 1,200-pound mixer, and you don't have a way to get it out of here. Yeah, like, that's Like, that's on you, buddy. Why didn't you think of that?
1: And get off my property, and then he cocks this <laughs> shotgun. <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: and what are your intentions with my daughter? That's how he met his wife. Nice. She was part of the mixer deal. Uh, so he had a 1,200-pound mixer that he had to put in a 2,800-pound truck. Uh, and actually his uh eventual wife now ex-wife but at the time girlfriend he's divorced <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. oh only recently i think <laughs> after he got fired maybe even um so he was driving her and she was like is this safe and he's like yeah and apparently the mixer is like top heavy too so it was like incredibly dangerous um all right so Crushed th- her to death and her brother, no it was brother like brother the like to- the the the, the, the truck would topple over Mm. um i forget oh he like paid some i guess he like called somebody else and they were like yeah you can call this guy 40 bucks he'll bring a crane in and he'll lift it in but then when they got it they had to like jerry rig it to get off the truck and roll it on dowels to get in the back like he just didn't this is a frequent thing with him he just doesn't think things through before you know he does what
1: them. that's that's the the mark of a doer man you just do, well you just do that's
0: things. a I to his you uh figure it out to his credit he always figures it out uh, uh you know i think a lot of times it winds up being 10 times more effort than if mm-hmm. he had thought about it ahead of time but he's a maniac who's like working 18 hours a day and doesn't mm-hmm. you know doesn't care about anything Do you think else. he ever
1: thought about how he could get less wet on the outside of his body? <laughs> Tim, I'm
0: telling you, he wasn't that greasy at this point yet. Yeah,
1: but he was wet, right?
0: He, no, he wasn't even wet. There were pictures. He looks dry as hell. Yeah, you know, He just hasn't eaten that many pizzas That's yet.
1: That's why they put pictures in the book to convince He's like, check it <laughs> out. Dry as a bone, baby. There was uh, a time in my life where uh, I was wet all the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe the epilogue will talk about that. Uh uh <laughs> yeah,
1: like, how I got so <laughs> wet and what I planned to do about it.
0: <laughs> so he uh uh like I mentioned earlier, his brother works at a franchising law firm because pretty early on he's like, I want to get into franchising. And he talks about how one of the franchises, his wife bought uh like a minority share and that franchise was doing terribly, so she like really got hands on and like turned the place around Mm -hmm. and when they turned the place around they fired her and when she told papa john he like exploded and like he claimed it that they were misogynists, that they hated women and that's why they did it Mm. and then he went down there and like screamed at them and was like (laughs) so there
1: was this bitch working there (laughs) so i
0: screamed at her no but but uh no it was it was uh the, the other owners were men. Uh, and he screamed at them and was like, You can't, you know, they were franchisees, but he's like, You're out of here. She's in. Which and I think they were like, You can't do that. And he was like, Fine, then I'll buy you out. And they're like, All right, great. This <laughs> business is doing horribly. Um, so he bought them out. So at this point, the breakdown of the company is uh, Papa owns, All right, Bob aringer, Ayringer, Aringer. Bob Erringer, the original owner of uh, uh, the bar, the bar partial owner, uh, owns thirty six percent of the bar. Mm. Papa John's uncle, the one making drive shafts, owns fifteen percent of the mm-hmm, bar. Mm-hmm. Papa owns forty nine percent, so he does not have a controlling stake. Right, which he did not anticipate being a problem until Bob and his uncle started colluding. Bob's your uncle. Bob, Bob is your uncle, and in this case. He's also another guy. Um so uh, Papa is all about growth. He like he's like still living in poverty basically because Mm -hmm. he's just putting everything back into the business.
1: Without enough money to even wet his skin. (laughs) Yeah, that came later
0: in life. (laughs) You just pumping money into like I don't know why he was so the book kinda doesn't explain why he's so hell bent on making this an international chain that's as large as possible, because um,
1: that's that's psychotic people's, yeah, ultimate goal It's I, like world domination, pizza uh, category.
0: yeah, like at this point, it's like two or three years, I think, after the first Papa Johns, and they have like fifteen, twenty stores like they're they're doing gangbusters. And basically, the the uh, Bob and the Uncle are like, "All right, let's uh, let's ride this for a little bit. Let's start pocketing some of this money." And he's like, "No, let's buy twenty more stores." Mm. And they're like, "Come
1: on, man!" So finally, I mean, he's thinking like a twenty three year old. Yeah, these guys are thinking like uh, right now. If you were just like. Hey, guess what? I could have a nice income for well, that the rest he, of my days. He, he
0: points that out where he's like, you know, they were in their sixties and they didn't want to work anymore. Mm-hmm. They just wanted to sit back and yeah. and collect money.
1: I'm thirty seven. If I had like a way to sit back and collect some money, yeah, I'd be it, like, all right.
0: Yeah. I'm thirty eight and if I were one if I owned fifteen percent of 20 restaurants i'd be like great that's enough just start sending me checks that i don't have to work for yep. um so the way he got controlling steak was that uh, and he really like shits on killed him, killed his uncle no he says bob erringer uh wa- wanted to buy a, s- a muffler for his speedboat he had bought a speedboat and this muffler would make the speed go speedboat go like uh, five miles per hour faster. So he told him, I'll tell you what, uh, I will give you $20,000 for that speedboat muffler if you give me 2% of your shares. So then once he had that, Bada bing, bada boom. He's got fifty-one percent. He's got a controlling stake at the company now.
1: Papa wanted a muffler for his speed. He wanted to go five miles per hour faster on a speedboat that badly.
0: Yeah, and that's what like Papa is like really uh, shits on him here because he's kind of like this idiot. Like wanted this thing. He already had this like super expensive speedboat, but he wanted this muffler. And he's like, if if he didn't want that muffler. This business would not exist today in the way it does because I would have never had controlling share of the company and the That's company would have even never like grown. A
1: brilliant business move. Sometimes you read a book about something it's yeah. like oh diabolical. He really no. like forced his hand on this and he had to give yeah. up two percent. It's like oh, this guy wanted a muffler like and that guy was gonna make that twenty thousand oh, yeah. dollars. It eventually. was just he wanted
0: it now. Yeah. Uh why did
1: how did Papa John have it? A, a Dry as a bone, 23-year-old, <laughs> but this 60-year-old who owned a business forever. Uh, I don't know. I guess he
0: had, like, enough liquid assets or whatever that he could yeah. give him 20000 Um, And and he does basically say, like, this was dumb luck that he happened to need. He, ha- he happened to want this thing because he was like, by then, our board meetings, you know, between the three of us, like, devolved into screaming at each other constantly. Uh, but he was like, he wanted this, so I gave it to him. Um, uh, they get into marketing a little bit. He talks about uh,
1: is this in the the five ingredients that are this the is principles?
0: Still the f- the first Papa oh, okay, John. Okay, okay. You know what? It gets pretty boring after this. I am gonna skip a little bit. Uh, but they they uh IPO with uh with the help of uh uh Rally's CEO Rick Rally's Rick. Wow. He, he became a little bit of a mentor. Checkers rallies. Yes. Okay. Um, Another fast food chain. Uh, Papa was trying to get a $3 million loan from the bank. The bank had given him a $1 million loan. He was trying, and I believe he paid it back, or he is at least like paying it back on schedule. Mm-hmm. And they were doing better than ever. He went back to them. And he's like, I need $3 million. And they were like, no. He, he asked rallies Rick for help. And rallies Rick was like, oh, I can get you that loan. Uh, Give me uh one and a half percent of the company. I think by this time he had bought the other two guys out, so he had a hundred percent of the company. Mm-hmm. He was like, give me a, a one and a half percent and I'll get the three million from the bank. And he was like d- he did it and he said, Yeah, rallies. Rick had no problem getting the three million. Then later on, they IPO
1: rallies and Papadjan are about like the same level of <laughs> scumminess in my, yeah. in my book.
0: Um uh they IPO. Uh, and this actually I thought was interesting that like Papa seemed like pretty ignorant of how the stock market works. That's not surprising, <laughs> because he he like the only reason he was IPOing was he's like, oh, if we IPO, then we get a huge influx of cash and then we can use that to expand rapidly. That's mm-hmm. why he wanted in on it. Um,
1: did he not realize that he had to then answer to shareholders?
0: No, it was that like the bank priced the shares at $13 or I, I think initially $12. And he was like, you're out of your minds. He like got them up to 13, but he was like, that's crazy. It's worth $20. It should be $20. And the book, he's like, we went public at 13. Sure enough, a couple of weeks later, we were at 20 and it's like, right. Those those people made money. <laughs> the people, the bank uh, that d- set all this up, that they knew it was worth twenty. <laughs> they made it thirteen, so them and all of their friends and colleagues could make you know right. double their money in a few weeks. And he just doesn't mention that. Like, no, it wasn't <laughs> they ignorance. It over on him. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. They weren't stupid. That wasn't why they made it thirteen. They they knew. Uh, so yeah. Core values. Now we're getting into it. He talks a lot about his uh, great papa, his grandpapa, but on his dad's side, actually, so that's not true. Not his papa. His dad's dad's dad. Okay. Martin G. -er Schnatterer. Is this why
1: I'm not going to be successful it's like I don't have any idea above like my grandparents' generation anything about my family.
0: I don't know. I you know I'm curious when he learned about his great grandfather. Yeah. Like I'm curious if like everybody talked about him or if it's just like oh once I got successful like I did you know ancestry dot com <laughs> and found out about this guy uh, uh, Martin G Schnatterer. Um, came from Germany in uh 1867 and Papa John says he brought with him the DNA that would later become Papa John I had arrived in America okay this is also when papa <laughs> papa starts uh showing his hand about being real anti-government <laughs> um Because he talks about how his grandfather fled 1867 Germany because the government had too many hands in things and how that's very similar to 2016 America, Mm. that it's, you know, history repeating itself, that we're repeating 1867 Germany. Um, And he literally says, my grandfather came to America so his great grandson could become Papa John. (laughs) And then he compares his great grandfather to the founding fathers. Mm-hmm. Uh and then he also says the the name <laughs>
1: He didn't like paying his taxes and <laughs>
0: Yeah. To... Uh uh I mean I guess that's founding fathers Yeah, racist <laughs> um that uh schnatter-er, schnatterer schnatterer they they lopped off the last er yeah, yeah, we later we, on. We covered that. Uh but you know what that means in German? shitter the goose or the gabbler
1: the goose the gabbler
0: yeah and he was like you know what we're a family that loves to talk so it's kind of appropriate we're gabby they're gabblers Mm -hmm. the goose Um, I hate geese so much I know you do Um, so now they're getting big and he's got to come up with a corporate policy and here again he he's very humble that he compares coming up with their corporate policy with how uh, Michelangelo would sculpt uh where Michelangelo said that you know the figure was always in the marble he just had to free away the excess and that mm-hmm. was what Papa John had to do with Papa John's corporate policy
1: with his employees hours
0: <laughs> yeah uh, He talks about
1: Ship uh, away wherever you can Don't pay them a, a, a One red cent that you don't need to He
0: he talks about uh, Some of the early employees here And he tells a, Actually I thought a pretty funny story About a, an employee named Tubby <laughs>
1: Uh, brother, this is right after he talks about it. Problematic story. How
0: you have to respect your employees. <laughs> and he's like, This guy, who we nicknamed Tubby, <laughs> oh, Jesus, uh, apparently, one time uh, like left the dough out too long. I guess you got to like mix the dough twice, you got to round it twice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and you're supposed to, he found out by accident that you should leave four minutes, bet- let it sit for four minutes, then do it. Um, This guy like accidentally let it sit too long and it got like too inflated. Uh, So he's like, ah, fuck, I screw it up. And I mean, this kind of speaks to Papa John that I guess he was like scared that something would happen. So he took all the dough and threw it out in the dumpster. Well, it was a hot day out. So the dough just grew. And Papa John said he comes into work. He's driving his car. And there's just dough out coming out of the I think dumpster, sort of Ghostbusters. Yeah, situation. like coming out of the dumpster, like flowing across the <laughs> road, just like a huge thing of dough. Um, uh, so that's his story about Tubby. Uh, he says that, uh, yeah, he talks about how he respects wor- the the workers, their family, uh, and to show that he says after they work at Papa John's for 25 years, they get stock. Doesn't mention how much stock. Yeah, twenty five
1: <laughs> years. Twenty
0: five years is a very long time, <laughs> and if you have to wait twenty five years to like buy into stock, like again, I when I worked at Apple, I think you had to work at Apple for like a few months before you could start getting stock options. Yeah. Uh, but this is twenty five years, so he breaks down their corporate policy. Tim, it's an acronym: Fast fast pack fast pack f a s p a c can you guess what they stand what that stands for you'll never ever guess you'll guess some of it maybe
1: farts
0: yeah oh you got it
1: uh f- freshness mhm yeah
0: no i mean that's not right friendliness all right we're not going to play this game i'll just tell you what it is
1: no no Fortunate.
0: <laughs> no. These are the key ingredients to to making the business work that every employee has to have memorized and know. It's F- it's what's important.
1: Fast. No. Fierce. All right. The F
0: stands for focus. Focus. The A stands for accountability. Mm-hmm. The S stands for superiority.
1: This sucks. This is so boring.
0: But listen, the P stands for Papa, and Papa stands for people are priority always. This (laughs) sucks. The A stands for attitude, and the C stands for constant improvement. Two words. (laughs) So really, it's fast-papa-assy. Fast-papa-assy. Um and he talks about how like his time is best spent with marketing and like coming up with new recipes and stuff and that if uh papa he said it's quote papa johns would fall apart if they put me in charge of the legal department let's <laughs> say hr too yeah um he talks about how again this guy's like always so bitter that uh when they went public like a lot of the early employees made a lot of money they got rich and they focused on boats, houses, and cars while he was still working like 18 hours a day. It's like, right, those people were enjoying the fruits of their labor. Yeah. Like some of these people had already been working there for 10 years. I think it's okay if they don't want to work 18 hours a day anymore and enjoy what they and actually work for. And also, he
1: was making proportionally a lot more than them.
0: Yeah. Oh, of course. Uh, he,
1: I never under, like. They know this, right? Uh, th- maybe if they These maniacs if they know don't, this where they're just they've like, denied themselves. Why about doesn't it? anybody why doesn't everybody else care as much as I do? It's because they don't benefit reap the as, same benefits yeah, that you do. Right.
0: Um He said he works on Papa John's from the moment he wakes up until he goes to sleep at night.
1: Well then your life stinks. Exactly. Because Papa John's is a gutter piece of shit place. <laughs>
0: Um. Well, he, not according to him. To him, according to him, he says uh, they're helping the world by giving the world a better pizza. Uh, and then he talks about give. <laughs>
1: Remember when we tried to eat that pizza a few weeks oh, ago? Yeah,
0: and we both felt sick for twenty four to forty eight like hours. Two
1: slices each. It <laughs> yeah. wasn't even a lot of pizza. No.
0: Um. He talks about how it's also important at Papa Papa John's to give back, but he gives no details about that. <laughs> Um, he talks about, uh, how he pays his employees well and offers them opportunities and how he underpays himself. Um, but again, he doesn't mention like, well, yeah, you're getting paid, you know, according to you, a fifth of what other fast food CEOs make, but, The CEO of McDonald's does not own nearly as much McDonald's stock as you do Papa John's stock. So that's really irrelevant.
1: Yeah, it's the same as the oh, I'm the CEO, I take a dollar salary. Yeah, exactly. And I make in capital gains every year, I make 700 billion dollars.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh Steve Jobs was the most famous one of <laughs> that where he took a dollar salary. He died a billionaire yeah. still because he had a ton of he owned mo- uh, not yeah. most, but a lot of that company. And again, you know, it's just a lying throw mission uh but he said executives only get bonuses if everybody else gets it but he seems to be skating or everybody else gets bonuses but he seems to be skating around that that is not the case for store employees, that when he's talking about employees, that their family, that they get treated well, that they get great benefits, great uh, bonuses and everything that is, he's talking about. The 550 ish people that work at Papa John's headquarters, everybody else is a cog in the machine mm-hmm. and. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, thirty percent raises, bonuses, stock options, cold hard cash. Yeah, he says they also get it in cold hard cash, which is like, should the IRS look into this? <laughs> uh,
1: yearly it envelopes every Friday.
0: <laughs> he also talks about the perks on like campus that so they've got, like two gyms on campus and a Starbucks. But he talks about how there's a Papa John's on campus like that's a big perk of the no company shit, asshole. <laughs> that there is a Papa John's restaurant where you can get the food. It's like, well, that would be dumb if you didn't have that. Uh, nobody's coming to work at Papa John's because there's a Papa John's on <laughs> campus and nobody's thinking about leaving but staying there because they can eat Papa John's for lunch every yeah. day. Um,
1: Nobody who works at Papa Johnson is making a decent wage, has ever eaten Papa John's. Right.
0: Uh, but he says uh, that he knows it's a good company, he knows everybody's happy there, because um, uh, when he asks the employees on campus uh, if they like their jobs, they all say Yes. <laughs> It's like, of course they do. You're the freaking founder and CEO. You're literally
1: the guy whose name is on the company. And face is
0: on the logo. If you see some random guy and you're like, hey there, you like working here? He's like, nah, sucks shit.
1: Fuck you, Papa John. Yeah. And what are you going to do to me, you wet asshole?
0: (laughs) He talks about going to, uh, like, about how good he is at learning, uh, that he goes to the University of Kentucky to learn about organic vegetables at one point. Mm hmm. But instead, like you know, he says it as like a like oh I think outside the box, but it's like no I think you have like attention deficit because he's like oh I was supposed to go there, but they there was this weird red plant and I was like what's that and they're like
1: tomato sir,
0: <laughs> no but they were like um oh, it's a plant you can actually make a red dye with it and he was like that's what we'll make our red dye with and he's like at that time I didn't even know if we used red dye. Of course you knew. And also, why are you adding red dye? Like, if it's real tomatoes, if these ingredients are better, (laughs) they're so good, why are you adding any dye to it?
1: And also, all your food looks beige. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What are you even adding red dye to? Uh,
0: but but you know, again, it's like it sounds like he basically didn't listen or process anything mm-hmm. they were saying about organic vegetables, and instead it was just like, oh, we can use that plant, and then that can be like our workaround to say like, oh, our stuff's all natural, <laughs> but we add this weird red plant just to make our our tomato sauce look red because normally it doesn't look red for some reason.
1: I love insanely rich megalomaniacs take uh, their flaws and make them. <laughs> yeah. try to they try to make them sound like it's the source of their genius yeah it's like i can't pay attention to anything like somebody tried to explain something to me one time and I, I, didn't li- listen. I didn't
0: listen to their stupid insight i have my own ideas <laughs> cooking uh the former ceo of hardy's called him which made me realize like all these guys are friends all yeah. these fast food ceos i'd like to go to a party
1: no they're all terrible yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, but what if I was one of them? What if I was also a fast food CEO? Then I'd like him. Uh, The former CEO of Hardee's called him and asked if the founder of Pizza Hut could start a Papa John's franchise.
1: Whoa. That sounds like bullshit.
0: No, it's true, because Papa said, um, yeah, he can on one condition. He has to do commercials with us. Maybe he did? And he did. Yeah. and uh, they had a commercial. He goes into such details about these commercials and these ads. Like half this chapter, not half the chapter, but chunk of the chapter is just him describing like commercials in detail. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's not so bad, actually, compared to what this book could be.
0: Yeah. Uh, one of the commercials could was... be
1: like fucking Atlas shrugged. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, one of the commercials was uh, uh, a uh, Pizza Hut convention. Like I guess like a Madras convention mm-hmm. and they welcome to the stage the Papa the the founder of Pizza Hut and guess what? He puts like a Papa John's hat on.
1: He fucking punks them at their own convention?
0: Yeah, I mean it's not real, but he's still uh, a real pen- Benedict Arnold. Uh, he's like the the Verizon guy who went to Sprint.
1: No, you know what? The he's different because <laughs> that guy started a business. And uh was probably foolish, right? The Pizza Hut guy.
0: I think it was basically that like he, you know, sold it off or like he wasn't in control of it. Yeah. And he was The left. Verizon guy. Yeah.
1: They paid him to do a job.
0: Yeah. And then no, they wanted
1: no. him to be loyal for the rest of his life. No, fuck him. Somebody some other idiot telecom was like, We'll pay you even more. Yeah, g- this guy's an actor, hell yeah.
0: Oh, I don't blame him for it. I do a little bit. It makes me feel like I shouldn't trust him. But uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: and I think he's telling you he's just like ah. But it's why ins- are you listening
0: to me for? It's insane. I got so mad yelling at the TV the other night because that guy is just a sprint spokesman now. Like he doesn't even talk about
1: Verizon. Yeah, and they're paying him so much money. I good know, for him. God. And all he ever did was just like get get like uh get hired because he was like a little bit weird looking.
0: It, he's not even weird looking. I bet in real life he's that stink guy's stink really looking. good looking. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, but like it's just like hey, you're, like like I don't know. I, I was I don't gonna think say he's like distinct looking. I was gonna say like flow, but flow does a clumps situation <laughs> these days. That, but at has really got some
0: comedy chops. Yeah, you know she's performing. Yeah. The Verizon guy's not performing. No, the he's Verizon just...
1: guy. I, I'm. I am. I could not be a bigger advocate for the Verizon guy.
0: Um, uh, the chapter ends with him talking about how. Uh, pizza Hut sued them, uh, sued Papa John's for the slogan, better ingredients, better pizza, because they claimed that the ingredients weren't better. Uh, they won. I didn't know that they won at first. And then Papa John's uh, won on appeal. Yeah. And then uh, it almost went to the Supreme Court. <laughs> and the Supreme Court was like, what? No, we don't have time for this <laughs> shit. Get out of here. Uh, so that's why uh Papa John and I do agree with him here uh where he was saying we've
1: talked about this on uh, the yeah chat, I think before like it's the one time I've ever agreed with Papa John because I like, <laughs> was like they don't even say pizza Hut
0: yeah uh and and I do agree with him here and again he gets a little anti-government uh but he just is like yeah basically like pizza hut couldn't compete with us so they went crying to the government and he's like, look, if you're suing, he's like, they spent millions of dollars suing us that they could have spent on making their pizzas better. But they wanted to sue us. And like, all right, if we had to change our slogan, would their sales have increased? Like, no, they still had shitty pizza.
1: Um, I think before next week, we should look into whether or not any lawsuits were filed after Papa John was uh, <laughs> dismissed from his company. What do you mean? I don't. I think maybe Papa John went running to the government, went crying oh, to the government yeah. at some point. Yeah. Uh, when they when he got beat.
0: Yeah, maybe. No, I don't. I don't think so. Guys like that are rarely hypocrites. Uh, so yeah, that was uh, this week's chapters in Papa, the story of Papa John. I
1: feel like you're becoming radicalized by this <laughs> book. You're going to be pro Papa John by the end of this pro papa and i'm gonna have to this is this might be the the rift that finally uh ends all this shit. no i'm
0: definitely not pro papa i think it's a fascinating like it's making him more three dimensional in my mind and like part of me feels bad for him uh,
1: oh. <laughs> you're out you're out <laughs> but that
0: doesn't mean i agree with them
1: look why can't you just say the n-word on a conference
0: no call? of course not. and like the way he treats the employees and stuff sucks shit Uh, I mean, nothing more than the... I mean, of course, saying the N-word on a conference call is bad. Uh, But... (laughs) God, why am I defending Papa John? (laughs) No, go on. He wasn't using it at someone. All right. He said it, but he shouldn't... I'm going to cut
1: this off. No, but listen, listen. You're going to make me bleep this. No, listen. It's going to be more work for me.
0: But him saying that on a conference call... I think isn't as bad as him devising a system to send people home when they right. aren't busy and then call them back into work unless they be fired when things picked up. Yeah, That had a, a more widespread impact on people. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying like...
1: Race, you're saying racism isn't a problem anymore? <sighs> no,
0: I'm saying that there. You're saying
1: we had a black president, so...
0: <laughs> no, I'm
1: saying that because I've heard that from from Papa John before.
0: Him sending those people figuring out that paging system, and this is 1985. This pager probably cost like ten thousand yeah. dollars each. Uh, that that alone, and the fact, especially the fact that he's chalking that up as like a great accomplishment. It's like, no, nah, this guy sucks shit for Maybe life. Maybe we
1: can agree that Papa John did a bunch of bad shit. Yes, great.
0: <laughs> we all agree. Great, but like he's not that bad. No, I'm Seems kidding. Seems all right. No. He sucks, but it is interesting. I do feel I feel Um, like he was fucked up from a very young age by his mom telling him that he'd be worthless if he wasn't successful. And that turned him into an insane maniac. Is he
1: married to his mom at this point?
0: (laughs) I believe his mom has passed. Okay, I'm not sure. Hmm. Maybe she
1: hasn't. Mrs. Schnatterer.
0: Mrs. Papa.
1: All right. Well, thanks for being a uh, a patron. Yeah. Uh, We love you very much.
0: We'll see you next week.